0: Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Artist Interviews. I'm your host, Harris, Jack and Jack, and today we have a new artist with us. He's a great friend of mine, longtime art- artist that I've been working with for a long time now. goes by JJ Fiction from Hoffman Estates, Illinois. JJ, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the crowd.
1: Yo, what up, what up, what up? Yo, my name is JJ Fiction. I'm a rapper. Hey. So, you know, that's <laughs> pretty cool. <laughs> of course. That's all you need to know. No. <laughs> well, you're not just a rapper. You're more
0: than that, I feel like you're you know, a musician with uh and and you're not a rapper in the same way that i feel like most people will look at a rapper in 2021 definitely not definitely not um <laughs> describe yourself a little bit for the, for the audience
1: you know it's it's always funny to like tell people i was like oh i make music and they're like oh what do you do you know and i'm like Got the long blonde hair, and a lot mm-hmm. of people think I'm like a guitarist or something. Yeah, and I'm like or a drummer uh, or something. Yeah, and I'm like I, I rap. I'm a rapper, and like I get so many different responses. Just like some people are like, oh, that's cool, like because they like rap, so they're okay. like, oh, that's dope. And I'm like, so you know, not everyone likes rap, so some people look at you sideways, like especially you're like a white boy, and people are like, you rap like about what, bro? Like why do you rap? Like <laughs> yeah, because they don't know anything about it or like yeah. about the real culture besides like what's on the radio. Mm-hmm. Um, do you ever no. feel like
0: uh there's you know an issue with you being a white rapper?
1: you know uh, it's funny because there would be if I sucked okay. <laughs> okay i've I've played to like all black crowds, okay, and yeah, no, like when you first get on stage and the way they look at you is yeah. like.
2: What the like, fuck is right, this, yeah. Or
1: they just don't care. Like yeah. they're not even tuned in. Like mm-hmm. they don't. They won't even like pay attention. But my, I'm a very like I'm very good at projecting my voice. Like I have a presence. Yeah. You know, like I'm not on the mic. You do. like Hey, what's up, guys? Exactly. No, I'm like, yo, what the fuck is up? Like, you know, I come in the spot and they're like, you know, <laughs> okay, what's this guy heads. saying? And more importantly, when I rap, I can rap well enough that people are impressed and they get into it. So. It's funny because, yeah, no, it, a lot of times I've played to predominantly black crowds and almost every single time without fail, someone, a black person in the crowd will come up to me and be like, oh, man, I wasn't expecting that. Like, you know, I really they like ah, I didn't I didn't think you were going to be that good. Like, I was kind of counting you out. Like, yeah. And I'm like, it's fine. Like, it's literally fine because <laughs> I expect it. And I get I get the cultural. Reason for it. And I'm like, you know, it's fine. I'm a white boy doing rap. Like, it's fine. Like, I get it. But, like, you know, thank you for <laughs> accepting that I can do this. <laughs> like, thanks you. for accepting that I'm actually good at this. <laughs>
0: Why do you think the reason that is, though? Do you feel like it's because you have a particular sound about you is that you're not, like, you know, trying to emulate?
1: Yeah. I think it's something. like that I'm not a little slim, shady junior. Okay. And I think there's also uh a stereotype of, especially more modern of like white rappers trying to be really fast mm-hmm. and like really like choppy and choppy like gotta stick it and lick it, lick it and, like, and we're
0: from the midwest too so like, which is the... midwest choppers yeah, exactly
1: but it's but i don't do that mm-hmm. i focus more on cadence and i like to slow it down and i like to you know my my art is very soulful and my performances vocally come off like very soulful and I think people just feel that they feel that it's genuine and also just that I'm, I know I understand how to flow well and I know how right. to like ride a beat and like, and I know, I I say things that are actually substantial. So sometimes I come, people come up to me and they like, damn, bro, like you're rapping your ass off. Like that flow is hot. Or like other people will be like, yo, like I was listening. Like I heard you, bro. Like I heard what you were saying. And he's like, it was lit, but he's like, well, you were low key talking some shit though. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, you know, those are both the two things I focus on the most. You know, when, yeah. it's, when it comes to making rap music, my principle has always been: the flow's got to be tight, and the bars got to be nice. Yeah, because you can you can spit bars and have a shitty flow, and then your music just sucks. Or you can have a great flow, but no bars, and, and say nothing, bro. You say
0: everything yet nothing at the same you time. You
1: know, <laughs> whole lot of nothing, <laughs> bro. Exactly. <laughs> it's like what's that
0: called? Double speak or something? I don't even know what to call it, but yeah.
1: Which is so uh, a cliche in rap. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of it rap is. that's about nothing and of like. Course. A lot of local rappers who talk about nothing mm. so especially if you go to a local rap show and you start rapping and people are like wait a minute whoa whoa, whoa, We're like whoa are whoa, 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 you talking like this is real like these are real experiences you're talking about like mm. it just the i don't know the real recognize real. you know it, that's how you connect with people and like the 100%. artists i've always looked up to the most are the artists who have like got me engaged like in a personal way you know mm. that i've been able to like connect with what they're saying and feel like that's a real like projection of themselves not just like an act of like I'm going to make a song about money because people like songs about money. So it's just, it's not so performative. It's like, you know, it's, it's just genuine expression of soul, which is honestly my entire approach creatively, no matter the subject. Soulfulness. Yeah.
0: And personal expression too. We were talking a little bit earlier. Yeah. You have a lot of, um, a lot of your music, a lot of the influence of your music comes from, you know, personal experience for sure. And how it relates to either, you know, issues on on a, global or political landscape or just on a personal matter yeah talk a little bit about that
1: um you know as I was first releasing music and exploring what I wanted to sound like and what I wanted to talk about you know I started out just kind of barring out right just prove as myself. most rappers prove do. myself because we r- is fun prove yourself with it's pen. fucking fun it like is. it's fun to just be clever and come up with wordplay and metaphors and make someone go ooh. like you just want to mm, get that stink face like yeah Ugh. like yeah, yeah. it's yeah. just fun bro and you're also young and you're poor so you're rapping on like famous beats so yeah. like and you know you're not gonna like rap you know, on someone else's beat and tell something. your story yeah. necessarily
0: i could yeah you know okay. what i'm saying
1: not like if you don't want to tell like the story like you know, you don't want to make your good kid Mad City on beats you don't own. You exactly, know what I'm saying? exactly, <laughs> exactly. I feel you. You, <laughs> you don't want to waste that for your catalog. You don't want your best material you to be it. free, like that, hell yeah, or
0: like yeah, you know what I mean. Free, your but your magnum
1: to, opus needs to be marketable.
0: <laughs> you want you want it to be monetizable, I guess. Yeah, is, absolutely. In a certain way,
1: and not for money reasons, but for like you know, just career longevity, man. Yeah, exactly, totally mm-hmm.
0: reinvestment.
1: So I did start out with Bar and Out, and then the next mixtape was the Reality of Fiction. And mm-hmm. that was coming from a more personal place and being more open emotionally and also commenting on social issues, but specifically social issues that were affecting my life directly, um, which gave me more of a place to relate to it and speak on it. And we were talking earlier, mm-hmm. I told you about the song Got You. It was a song about my childhood friend who like was doing heroin. And you know, it was just like, it's one thing to like, sit in my room and be like yeah heroin is bad and you shouldn't do heroin because it's bad for you because it's like yeah that's obvious but like it's It's another another thing thing to make a song saying man like you were one of my best friends and like now you're making these self-destructive choices and i'm scared for you yeah you know it comes from a place of more being genuine and not just preaching and being pretentious yeah um and like the other song i told you about too penny about like a girl who was like sexually assaulted Mm -hmm. by her boyfriend and that's like a girl i met at a party and she just had opened up to me and told me that story and i was like moved by it so again if it was I were to get on a song and be like men treat women bad for that you know for that
0: specific reason to just be like just to be performative like look how
1: good of a guy i am like look how much I'm so woke, like I'm so like, yeah. you know, emo- whatever, you know, like, and that that'd be corny, you know. So do you when feel I, like, go ahead.
0: My bad to cut you off. But, good, do you, but do you feel like it's it's hard to not come off that way though?
1: I think when I talk about things like that, I think it, it can be. I think it's it's easy to come off that way. Yeah. But I think what helps that not happen is the fact that whenever I talk about an issue, it's from personal experience. Mm. So you can't tell me shit about what I experienced. I feel that. If I make blanket blanket statements about a problem, then you're gonna be like, dude, that's so surface level, and exactly. like you've not taught me anything. But if I take you there and I show you what this life is like or this experience is like for someone who's in it, and if I can tell their story for them in a in a in a real way, mm-hmm. I think it people just resonate with it. People just know when something is real, they know when they're being yeah. fed bull exactly and they know when they're getting truth so i think i, I it's always been so important to me to be authentic mm-hmm. and because i've had that as like a pillar of creation from the beginning i've been able to avoid i think coming off that way
0: what do you think it is that makes a song authentic is it the word choice and the way that words are strung together is it the voice is it the cadence is it a mixture of all these things what is it that you know gives uh, i don't know i guess i guess certifies it as authentic for you
1: it's the intention
0: okay describe that a little bit cuz i don't i feel like that kind of goes over my head a little bit
1: i got you you're good the intention you know of the creation mm. i think that comes through you can hear a song and know like like especially if it's like a famous rapper
0: why this person made it like, yeah song. this f-
1: and rapper just did this cuz there's okay. uh, there's a bag attached to it you can okay. feel the intention it doesn't feel like it's an expression of their soul. Mm. Um and delivery too, but you have to be aware of your intentions in the studio. You have to remember what that song is and what it means to you. Yeah. And be able to channel those real emotions because if I wrote it with real emotions, I need to dig back into those emotions to deliver it yeah. in a meaningful way because the words will be real, but yeah delivery counts too if you don't sound like you mean it when you say it maybe just because you're emotionally past it and you chose not to channel that emotion then you just sound like you're reading it and you're just you're just speaking about something that sounds emotional but you're not providing the auditory experience of emotion Mm -hmm. so yeah that can threaten your authenticity and that's that's honestly just part of the craft yeah that's just something you learn as a craftsman yeah and making music and you're like i said real I was like, "Oh, but maybe it sounds a little monotone." I agree. Like maybe I should say it with a little more energy, or maybe I should like yeah. fluctuate my voice a little bit. Like, yeah, it's tough.
0: It's tough to learn that too. It's tough
1: to learn the crap. Like, it's one thing to for know, a lot of artists. It's one thing to learn rhythm, mm-hmm. but it's another thing to learn tone. Yep, I tone agree. is tricky.
0: It is very tricky, you know, especially if you're not 100 percent comfortable with your own voice.
1: And that's 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 rap, bro. Yeah, if you're not confident it's so transparent
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and the best rappers are confident rappers no good rapper questions himself I I agree. not on the mic not like in life sure whatever but like in on the mic there's no question that's why Lil Wayne was the greatest rapper of all time in the 2000s because he he said I'm the greatest rapper alive and Mm -hmm. he meant it even if he wasn't to him he was (laughs) he was the greatest rapper alive and he was rapping better than everybody because he said so.
0: Now when you say on the mic is it in that specific moment in the In mic? that moment. In that, in that moment. moment.
1: You can doubt yourself on the mic when you're off the mic. Yeah. That's human. But when you're on the mic, when you're capturing a moment, okay. You have to have full confidence and be like, "Yes, no, this is what I mean, and I'm saying it because I mean it and it's true." And I will not even question if you're not going to receive this or think ill of it because you just have to own the moment like because it's forever, and there's You're also recording that, something forever.
0: There's also that you, this is me part of it too. I feel oh, like, yeah, you know, totally. I mean?
1: There's ownership in that. There's 100%. ownership and like you know, being to own like a part of your identity. Yeah, and in and, and put it in like such a a permanent uh, form.
0: Hundred percent, man. I, I feel that, and that's. I feel like that's like you know the core of a lot of artists, and uh getting to the core of what it is to be an artist in today's day and age, especially like it's it, it's no. It, there's a million artists out there, yeah. rappers, whatever you want to call but there's, it, pop exactly. artists. There's, what uh, sets you apart? Yeah, and
1: I, I that, I it's not a rhetoric I use often mm-hmm. anymore. But definitely younger, I don't use it often anymore because I think it sounds pretentious. Mm. But definitely the principle stands. The difference between like being a rapper and being an artist. Yeah, you know, because all rappers are artists. They're creating, of right? course. But of course. like. You know the rappers who are like not saying anything. Of course. Like, you know the rappers who are literally, they don't give a damn. They're about not. About the culture, about the people. Say, they don't care. Like, you know they're just. Not in it for the even bad. their fans. It's just obvious. And their fans don't even care. They're just like, it's a bop. Which yeah. is fine. But, you know, as someone who takes art and hip hop specifically seriously, mm. you know, it does feel a little disrespectful okay. if they don't care. And it does feel like there's a separation between which rappers are just rapping and which rappers are artists and actually expressing themselves. Cause yeah. there's some rappers you listen to and you could listen to four albums by them and have no idea who they are. Who they are. Cause they're yeah. just being the character. Like, I don't think you can listen to a Playboy Cardi album and be like, wow, I really understand him as a person. Yeah. No, you listen to Playboy Cardi and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah
0: slap. Like, exactly.
1: You know, like where you listen to Eminem, J Cole, Kendrick Lamar, and I'm sorry I said Eminem, and I'm a white rapper, like, but like
0: <laughs> Eminem was but great. Eminem for the time, was man. like Eminem. He, though, he's, like, he's catching a lot of flack now because he's falling out of taste. I feel like with the modern audience, <laughs> yeah. But
2: he
1: I
0: think out I of think a little. I think honestly, man, like, I think his music will stand the test of time.
1: People disrespect the shit out of Eminem these they days, do. and I'm they like, do. y'all act like he didn't have one of the greatest four year runs of all time. They're like, saying, no, but like you know, Eminem's. Uh, authenticity and expression of self. So raw. Mm. Like, his stuff with his mom and his wife, and even if it was ugly and messed up, like, it was honest. It was real. And he was just expressing himself, and more, you know, Kanye. Kanye West, dude, super, uh, like, emotionally open person, especially yeah. at a time when, like, 50 Cent was the hottest yeah. sh**. When Gangster Rap was at the height, you have Kanye West, who's, like, just emotionally open, and, like, talking about his feelings, and, like, being just...
0: I respect that a lot Totally man. And
1: he changed I think he changed hip hop That's what in that influenced way. Rappers he like changed, me and you He changed And that's I mean Kanye's one of my Earliest influences yeah, man. That's like well, He was one of the biggest rappers I was growing up.
0: So many of us Especially in the Chicagoland area We grew up with that In our years 24-7 yeah. yeah 24-7 And yes, I don't sir. hate it at all I love it Because no. that's That's some of the best years Of my life Was listening to that early a.
1: It's beautiful music man It's a beautiful time It's a beautiful mm. vibe It's a beautiful connection To have I feel you I agree I just, mm. I just agree It's just good times bro Like Classic man. Kanye I got, You know Kanye's Kanye today these days, but like he's still great. Amazing. He's still great in his own way. No, yeah, I love Kanye. He's crazy, but I love him. He's it's insane. Funny.
0: He's like that crazy uncle in the family. Yeah, yeah, no, he's
1: actually nuts. Yeah. But he's like, I love the guy. It's cool. But, but, uh, um, but uh, but uh but yeah, yeah. The it's those artists who taught me like that there's a difference. Mm. And again, I'll even say like Lupe Fiasco and Oh yeah the one who rides the line is Lil Wayne. Because Lil Wayne does a whole lot of rapping about nothing, but sometimes Lil Wayne raps about something. If you
0: really look at it though, like sometimes man, like when he wants to talk, his real. Shit. Like it's really real. Like
1: when he wants to, when he yeah, has man. something to say. But he's just someone who creates so mm-hmm. much. That, like you can't always, always. have something to exactly. say, bro. You're just exactly. rapping because you like rapping. Sometimes and that's why yeah. he's the greatest rapper alive because he rapped for like. 10 years straight like he that's the beauty of it
0: too man <laughs> you don't always i feel like it'd be cliche if like every song always i feel like that's one of the reasons why eminem is starting to catch some flack now is because like he's not having fun with it anymore i feel like he's trying too, too hard right.
1: to like prove a point yeah and it's not like it's yeah. not hidden
0: the right way with the audience he's looking at he's looking for at least
1: no i get it and it's
0: but that lyrical lemonade video was dope yeah uh, it's cool uh the oh, i forget what it was godzilla i think that was, what, I he, think did that was too. That.
1: he did godzilla and he did nat
0: yeah i'm thinking about nat that was pretty dope.
1: I don't think I saw that, but I saw Godzilla. I saw Godzilla was cool.
0: Okay, I gotta check it out.
1: Yeah, no, but you know, a, a legend, obviously. Uh So it's those artists that really taught me, like, oh, there, there's a component of artistry here, and those are the artists that just connected to me as even as a kid. And I don't know, I didn't even really question, mm-hmm. like, oh, is this a real artist? Yeah, it was just the stuff I naturally resonated with, and it's just that. It's it's it's. The fact I didn't need to try, that's my inspiration, you know, to make that same connection. Yeah. Because like, and that's why people I have seen gravitate towards my music because it just connects. It's not trying. It's just being so real. You just feel when someone's real, when there's depth to somebody. I hear that. You know, you're talking about earlier how like we're stuck in our own worlds and we don't realize how much there is to a person. Mm -hmm. That music is the kind of music that shows you how much there is to somebody. It's
0: the gateway to a person's soul, essentially.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Where a rapper is the person you were saying is like living in a box, living day to day, just like living through life without stopping and thinking about it. You know, like rappers just rapping. Or what, well, a famous rapper got a lot of girls and got a lot of money. So rappers rap about having a lot of girls and having a lot of money. Yeah, that's true. But there's more to those people. Every single one of those people, there's more to them. They choose not to share it in their music. And that's fine. Mm. But because of that, people like me don't connect with it. And I make music to be connected with because I know there are other people like me who experience music in that same way where it's a connection.
0: Yeah. I feel that. And that's something that resonates deeply with me, especially as an artist and just a consumer of music. Yeah. Um, I definitely feel you on that. That is one of the reasons why I'm personally drawn to your music as well is just that real authenticity of it it doesn't feel like you're trying to emulate something and even when it like is like okay i you know i hear the triplet flow type of thing like you still have like a different type of uh i don't even know how to describe it but it's
1: like an inflection exactly
0: like or 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 maybe like exactly like just the way Mm -hmm. that you use your voice or the way that it hits in the moment with the with the beat specifically it's you can tell that you put your thought into it that you put time into it and it's not just another like you know i call them mcdonald's tracks like you know yeah that's just pressed together like, a lot of people think they could spend I like, like that a lot of people think they could spend like 20 minutes on a song and like you know that's it okay press it out and it's good and like maybe mm. you can and there's a lane for that like we were talking about but exactly i there's can something tell that not
1: overthinking it exactly but don't underthink it either
0: <laughs> you know and and you have music that i can tell has deep thought to it especially not just from the musical of like songwriting it aspect but like you know a person looking back on their life and the moments that, that they've gone through
1: Yeah. No, I appreciate that. I appreciate that acknowledgement. And, you know, I'm carrying that vibe and that approach into what I'm making today, Mm -hmm. which is at this point three different albums.
0: And we were talking a little bit about that off air.
1: So describe those three
0: projects and kind of like what the creative direction is for for each one. For sure. If you don't mind.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, The first album, which is the album that is slated to be released. Uh, June twenty first, the ideal release date. Uh, it's called a tree to climb, and it's music that had started in twenty eighteen, and the musical direction of it was really just going back to like being true to why I create. Because for a little bit, I tried to like dip into making more commercial music, and in doing so, it kind of killed my momentum and it kind of killed my drive and. You know, I felt myself distanced from myself, mm. so I had to just remember why I made music in the first place, and it was to connect with people. So I went back to my roots of, you know, more soulful beats, and making sure that what I'm saying is a personal expression. And it was before, when I was making more commercial music, but, you know, I feel like I compromised a little bit mm-hmm. for, like, the marketable appeal, or whatever. Um but with this music, it's stuff that I feel really confident about, as far as it co- going back to my roots, both musically and you know, musical integrity wise. And it's called a tree to climb.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Which, where did that title come from?
1: So that it actually had a different name okay. until like a little like I had one name for like two years, two and a half years when I first started making the album and the name changed like two weeks ago. Okay. Well, what was it before? Which is crazy. What, what was it called before? The, the, the album was called flagpole. Flagpole. Yeah.
0: This, it all gives me, this all gives me childhood vibes. We were talking about it in the, like in the preview, we recorded this and now we're recording it again. Cause the audio got messed up. Cause I'm yeah. a dead, but I told him I was like, A tree to climb kind of gives me those childhood vibes. Like, yeah. Is, is any of this like tied to childhood at all? Like,
1: Um, you know, not in a direct way, okay, but it's it makes sense because the album is a metaphor, a tree to climb is a metaphor for coping mechanisms Mm -hmm. and escapism. Which I mean, that's it's comparable to being a child and climbing a tree, yeah, because it's such a silly thing to do. Um, but it's it's such a form of escapism. Like you're escaping. You're not in your, you're in your own world. You're not in your parents' world anymore. You're escaping into your own world. And it's, there's such an innocence in that. And yeah. as adults going through whatever people go through, we lose that. We man. lose that. And we crave it. Mm-hmm. We crave it so much. Like truly to be a child is to be carefree. Yeah. And we've all most, not we haven't all experienced it, but a lot of people, most people have experienced that at one point in their lives of yeah. being a child and being carefree and literally just being able to exist and have fun. Yeah. And you get older and life gets real and you can't do that anymore. And I think we all crave that. And that is really, I think the root of a lot of people's problems and a lot of people's Mm -hmm. forms of escapism where they, they be drugs or sex or alcohol or like alcohol or anything, anything that, you know, just gets them through the day or whatever, just fulfills them, fills the void that they're missing out on. Like that pure carefreeness, you know, that's their way to escape from the reality, which is crazy that, you know, we live in such a reality that everyone yeah. feels like they need to escape from it. Like
0: That's <laughs> why entertainment is as big as it That's is. That's why entertainment. Do
1: we provide escapism? And mm-hmm. it's funny because when we're talking about making music about like saying something, like you escape, but only to be brought back. Like It's I'm almost like you're you feeding the beast. Yeah. It's almost yeah. like, you're,
0: do you feel like that at all? Do you feel like there's ever that sense of like, I'm feeding the beast? i mean, feeding
1: like, into like the escapism beast. Mm-hmm. And eh, maybe, but I accept it as a... Por- yeah, I I thought about, like, oh, like the music industry smoking mirrors and shit. Like, sure. am I really
0: doing justice to somebody by trying to tell them my story and connecting them?
1: Yeah, or am I, I really so. just
0: taking away from their time and detrimenting to their personal growth?
1: I guess I haven't thought of it like that, but I've been able to validate it because I know how the time I've given to other people's art has helped me grow as a person. Mm. And it was meaningful to me to gain that perspective. I agree. And so... So, no, I don't feel bad, and I feel like it's important. And that same kind of approach is what I'm going to into with this album, is, again, mm-hmm. trying to connect with people and share my experience. And, you know, because you, you can relate and feel empathy with someone who has been through something that you've been through. And, you know, feel not feel alone in something. If someone can explain something in either a direct or abstract way, yeah. and you're like, damn, that's that hits home. And, like, I didn't even know that was going to hit home, like, until it was put into words by someone else.
0: Like you said, the real recognizes the real
1: it's just Maybe. it's authentic and it's you don't even try it's organic you just you feel it and it hits you and it changes you and it's not there's no thought behind it whatsoever exactly um the flagpole flagpole the idea of flagpole is it started out with like coping mechanisms and the original image i had in my head was like a pole like a flagpole mm-hmm. and there's like a storm and a guy's like blowing in the wind, and he's holding on to the pole, and his body's completely horizontal, like he's like swept off his feet.
0: But he's um, still holding on. He's
1: still holding on, exactly, exactly, which was the idea of flagpole. But I changed it for two reasons. One, yeah. I would tell people the name, and they kind That's of look at me sideways. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. I thought it was cool. But the other thing, uh, my buddy uh, James Sternfield is a really talented artist, and he's doing my cover art. -hmm. And what changed it at the end was like the cover art. Um, because I told him the idea for it and he's like, I get your idea, and he's like, I get the metaphor, but it might look a little weird in the finished project, just the composition of like a body hundred percent horizontal. And I was like, I mean, I think it'd be cool, but like, you know, he's got I trust his judgment and Mm -hmm. you know, we sort of explored it. I was like, okay, well, like what what could that evolve into? Because I'm like, I don't want to change the concept. Right. And it evolved and we iterated on it and it became a tree to climb. And I could show you the concept image after this of what he's working on. And it's an island. Okay. It's an island on fire huh. and like a man climbing a tree. Okay. So your tree to climb is not only like, you know, you took away the childhood escape, but if you saw this cover art and read a tree to climb, you realize that that tree is your fucking only hope.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because you are on a burning island and a tree is flammable. Yeah. <laughs> but it's high ground. And in the background, there's a helicopter. Hmm. And the helicopter is like hope. It's the hope. Exactly. It's hope. Because hmm. what's the point of climbing a tree if the island's burning? Like, you're just prolonging the inevitable. Wow. But there's the faith that the helicopter will get to you before the fire does. You're hanging on to the fact that there's a chance. And until then, until you find your hope, until you find your happiness, you have to stay alive. Yeah. And you stay alive by climbing a tree. Wow. And you stay alive by doing drugs and consuming media and getting lost in relationships and finding yourself and using different coping mechanisms to cope with whatever existential dread you have. That's so, powerful, man. Thank you. So That's very, very powerful. And I'm really excited about this project, actually. It's looking to be seven tracks. Mm. started recording it in 2018 and recorded pretty much the rest of it in 2020. And Long time coming. Yeah, it's cooking. Been cooking. You know, scrapped a few songs. And these are like the songs that have made it through, through the, the process. And uh, the one song I'm really, really excited about is I Have a Feature from Mick Jenkins. Oh, wow. Yeah, really. And I got that in 2018, bro. And I just been sitting on it. Wow. Because I was waiting for the project to be done. That's that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I don't know if I ever told you that, G. No, that shit was crazy. I did not know about that. On the low, just like me. People don't know, bro. I'm sitting on the McJenkins verse, bro. That's pretty crazy. Crazy, dude. And so there's a track with him, which I'm like really excited about, as far as something that's gonna help push the tape Mm. and bring attention to it. And then just all the other songs, like I, I love what i'm saying and how i'm saying it and you know it I, I got through a point of not resonating with my own music right like i said i was focusing too much on the marketing and i was overthinking how people would receive it so it was really like an act of self-love to be able to just make music that i like because i like it and then have the strength to get ready to release it mm. because i got really self-conscious i got really self-conscious about my music and i got really i guess to a degree, insecure. Mm. But more on the front of insecure of like the general public and like is this marketable and is this like a good career move? You know, once I really took it into a business perspective, that it kind of, it started to kill the art for me. Yeah, I was and gonna ask you about It that. sucked because I was like, I totally understood. I was like, Yeah, I want to be successful. I got to be an artist and a businessman, and that's still true. But. You know, I didn't find the the right balance for a while. Yeah, I didn't find the right balance for a while. Um, And it killed the art for me. Yeah. Especially when I started making songs that are like, ooh, I should rap on this because people will like it if I rap on this." And I liked the beats that I rapped on, but they just weren't, I don't think they felt true to my true style.
2: Yeah.
1: And I was open to change and I was open to evolving, but I still eventually felt the need to go back and go back to like, what felt like the truest expression of myself. Mm. Now talk about the other two projects that you got coming up
0: (laughs) because you got a whole bunch of shit just in the bank cooking. I got a bunch of shit cooking.
1: So with the same, i recorded this album. Yeah. And it's like, People don't know, bro. I haven't released music in a while, like a, a whole project, but I'm just sitting on this three crock pots. Three crock pots cooking. One's like ninety-five percent done, and one's fifty percent done, and one's thirty-five percent done. Wow. So, um I recorded that album, A Tree to Climb, over at Swift Road Studios with mm. Vince Ippolito, is a good friend of mine. And we also the album was originally gonna be like fifteen songs, but some of the songs we scrapped and other songs just didn't feel like it had the same vibe or message and that's when I had I deduced it and so that's kind of where the second album is where these other songs kind of fell into a different vibe and it was a little more high energy a little more cynical right and you know which you know as a as a human being I'm multifaceted and as soulful and thoughtful as I am I can also be very cynical and very uh you know I guess you know I, I feel like I got I got some shit to talk you know, and still say something, and still you. be at least clever about it. I hear you. Um, but you know, definitely exploring like nihilism, mm-hmm. and you know, just uh, just kind of being more, more. I don't want to say angry, mm-hmm. you know, but like I guess more angry than this current album, which is more soulful and maybe gets sadder and more like feely. And this one's gonna be like a little more hype and a little more like talking that shit. and just also reflecting that artistically where the beats are a little trappier mm-hmm. but still in a way that i vibe with they're like vibey trappy beats like okay. not like straight up like
0: 808 mafia straight
1: up right like trap beats yeah like i'm not rapping on like a little baby beat or anything right. shout out little baby but like i'm not doing that he's cool. it's not me yeah, it's oh, just it's, that's little baby but i hear you i'm I not a little baby that's cool I hear but you. like it's different So that's the other project, and it's (laughs) the working title for that. I'll tell you a little sneak peek. The working title for that project is I Might Die Soon. Really? I Might Die Soon. Why
0: Why I Might Die Soon?
1: Well, it's jarring on purpose. Mm. So it's, you know, um, earlier might have been in our first take. I talked about For Mom, my mixtape For Mom, which is a very big personal expression, and I talked about like you know my my feelings of like depression and suicide and it's for mom the acronym of my optimistic masochism and i talked about all of that um but with this title i might die soon it sort of alludes to that same theme but what it really means is just the self-awareness of my own mortality hmm. i didn't say i want to die soon or i'm going to kill myself soon i might it's literally like i might though Like, I actually might, and that's crazy. Like, I might die soon. Mm. I don't know. I could live a healthy life and get fucking hit by a bus. Or get shot at a grocery store. Like, who knows? It's crazy. Because people die for no reason. Yeah. And not only is it that self-awareness that induces, like, the existentialism and the nihilism, but it's also, like, a reminder Mm -hmm. to, like... Do what I want to do and stop procrastinating and it's like, like a letter to myself you know like make this music bro like put this out like I might die soon like I might die soon and like I want to get I, have, I want to say what I have to say and I want to release what I want to release before my time's up because nothing's promised
0: you think you'll ever run out of things to say though
1: I used to think that
0: you used to think you'd run out of things
1: I was scared of it yeah I was scared of it like I was making so much meaningful music so early in my career you'd run out of that I'd run out inspiration, of inspiration out of but that. i learned that that's not true yeah because i keep experiencing things i hear you so i keep having things to talk about and i keep learning and growing and as maybe wise and profound as i felt i was when i was 18 19 i have grown hmm. and i continue to grow and i continue to learn and no that kind of gave me resolve in that where i was like oh no i'm not going to run out of things to say and it's okay to not have something to say all the time right that's the biggest thing that would stress me out because i can't write songs about nothing i like i'm not good at it i don't you know i told you i need like the expression of self but i felt like i wasn't working hard enough because i wasn't making enough songs but that's like the Lil Wayne thing. Like, he made a lot of songs all the time, that yeah. they're about nothing. But then, you know, if you want to say something, you can't force it. All right. So I struggled with that of like, I'm not working hard enough, but also like, I'm not rapping because I don't have anything to say. But there's definitely a truth to both of that. I could have tried more to explore and find something to say. It just wasn't punching out of my chest, you know? So... And over time I have learned how to channel that and how to explore that on on demand and to mm-hmm. like search for things to say in a meaningful way like right. just to reflect to take time to reflect. Exactly. Rather than only saying something when it's like burning in my chest cuz that's a beautiful thing when you got it burning in your fucking chest like I need to say this I need to put this down and it's a very that's that raw it's a powerful experience. And that's why people feel it. They feel that authenticity. And I guess I used to worry that like, oh, if I'm not feeling it in the moment that I'm writing it, then it's not authentic. Hmm. But it is because it's reflecting and the the power of art is that you can travel in time. Hmm. You can travel to the past.
0: To your past self.
1: And you can channel that energy. You can you really can. channel it and tell that story in an authentic way, even if you're past it.
0: In a different vibe too, in different ways.
1: But you can even channel that old vibe when you're in a new space. I feel you. And right. not be fake about it and not be like, oh, I'm not that person anymore. Like part of you you were that person and you mm-hmm. always will be that person to a degree like i think you know you can you have the ability to channel it at least i think that's a, a gift that artists have
0: If you believe in multi-dimensional <clears throat>
1: don't get me consciousness
0: started. of humanity don't
1: get me started boy.
0: we're in the fifth dimension seeing all possibilities <laughs>
1: time is cyclical yeah <laughs> the all past the present and stuff. the future have already happened it's just the dimension that we travel along and we are just Stupid biological organisms Who can only perceive time in a linear way So we're not able to understand that
0: (laughs) Just apes floating on a rock Speaking incoherent words Somehow understanding each other
1: You know, talking like the sims You know, it is what it is though We are the universe observing itself Yeah We are made up of the same atoms and molecules as literally everything
0: this uh this conversation took an escalation pretty quick
1: (laughs) so rap music
0: (laughs) (laughs) but no i hear you though man i feel like as as artists we all kind of have to understand um abstract concepts like that and and kind of play with that thing those things in our mind and i feel like um i feel like i feel like your music sort of does that to a point it's not like the main focus of it but when you start Mm -hmm. putting a puzzle together it's like in the foreground type of thing yeah and i kind of see that in you as an artist is that you kind of have like that you know, you talk about being profound. Yeah. Um
1: not to like sound like a dick. Like yeah. <laughs> I don't mean to call myself profound. I get
0: what you mean, not to be like, oh, I'm different than everybody else. Yeah. But like your expression is your own and yeah. you know, as as human as that is, it's also
1: unique to just you. So. Because I am the only me. Exactly. So being true to me provides a unique experience. I feel inherently. that inherently.
0: What's the third album about?
1: Third project. So those first two projects I'm working with Vince over at Swift Road. The third project I'm working with D Rail out in campton Hills, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he's a wizard.
0: Yeah, he's just with like, the engineering. He's a
1: wizard me. with the vocal editing. Like, yeah, he focuses mostly on rap, and he's just crazy, bro. It's wild. <laughs> yeah, and he been hitting me up, and when he raps too, we met at a show. We were both spitting at this show. It's like real good vibe, and was hitting me up. i wanted to record me, and I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever, you know. My boy Vince is like my boy and I've been recording with him and he's crispy, you know? So like, I'm just like, whatever. Like I'm recording with Vince. Yeah. But he just kept pressing the issue and then I was like, he's like, all right, I'll do a track for free just Hmm. to get you in here. Yeah. And I was like, fine. And we did a track for free and I was like, it came out pretty damn good. I was like, dude, you got like once I saw him work, I was like, yo, you're wild. Like your skills are wild. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, all right, like he's just talented. Like he's like, like, I don't know. Like he just gets yeah. it like a language. Like he speaks that language so fluently, like it's crazy. He just the way he works is like you get to click, that click, click, level click, as an click, engineer. Man. It's just sick, dude. It's I feel sick that. to watch the that, fluidity. It's
0: it's a skill. It's like a muscle you learn to flex. Totally. We're talking and about he's that. He's
1: swole as hell. <laughs> like he's just like is I don't know. That kid's like an alien. But like so I was like, okay, cool. I will work with you because this is really cool. And but I like to say something in my music as I stated and I like to have a purpose. So, you know, this winter I went through Pretty horrible heartbreak, mm-hmm. and that is the root of the third project. Mm. But it, I was talking about it earlier. We, um, my my uh, my focus on saying something substantial, and because it's really easy to make corny music about heartbreak. Yep. it's really easy to make bitchy music about heartbreak. It's really easy to make whiny.
2: Insecure, full over.
1: lame cheesy cliche music about heartbreak you
0: hurt me and i'm sad type stuff
1: you yeah like you damn you you suck mm-hmm. super surface level
0: what do you feel like differentiates that though from from more meaningful music because essentially i mean it all comes from situations that are you know very similar i would i would say
1: sure and that's why music about love is so relatable mm-hmm. so many people go through like similar situation they cheated
0: on me this happened and it happens uh, it's a story that thousands throughout time. history of all a time story as old
1: as time you exactly know? even in the how bible how do you differentiate in the bible artist? they said hey don't sleep with your neighbor's wife oh yeah people were yeah. sleeping with their neighbor's wives like people were doing all kinds of since <laughs> day one so and it changed but so, so <laughs> so how do you differentiate though my approach is I tell I tell the stories and I, I when I write I I focus on a very specific experience. And, you know, the heartbreak of the past few months has been, like, really a lot to process. And I made sure not to just write every single mindless, impulsive feeling that came to mind. I wrote about specific experiences. And by channeling that, it's authenticity. And I think people can people are going to be able to feel that authenticity mm-hmm. just as you know, you say you felt in my music previously, which is very val- validating and it's like gratifying. Yep. It's like, yeah, it's like, that was like what I was hoping to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy to hear that. And besides just trying to be authentic and talking about specific moments is just taking my time with it because I don't want to rush it. I don't want to talk like out of like, again, like impulse or like a bad mood and you know, and also they say something I might regret right. because it's immortal. Yeah. It's permanent. So I don't want to create something that was like in two months. I'm like, I don't even resonate with that emotion anymore. Like, that was right, just yeah. me being childish. Like, that was just, I could have let that disappear into oblivion. I yeah. didn't have to make that reality forever. Yeah. Where these, right now, right now, I have four songs for this project. Mm. And uh, I'll tell you the name of the project too. It's, I'm smiling because it's funny. And you'll get it when I tell you. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, but so far, the four songs I have for the project, they're pretty much done, and like I love them. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm. The project is gonna come out. The track list is gonna come out in the order I make the songs, because yeah. it's literally just the order. Because I've just been like writing as something happens. Like I said, it's based on specific days and events and things that happened. That you know stuck out to me and were like changing and taught me something or showed me something or made me feel something. And hmm. so the track list is in the order of the way I experienced those actual events. Wow. And it's so it's really just like a detailed expression of like processing wow. the loss.
0: The emotional processing.
1: That's my approach, is to really tell wow. the story of, the, of processing a breakup and processing losing someone from your life. Wow. And the next three songs, at least two, I think the third one I have figured out I already have the names and concepts, hmm. you know, now that I'm sort of on the other side of the process, you know, emotionally. And now I'm not writing so much what I'm feeling in the moment, but I'm writing like the recovery and the reflection, which is how like an end of a story should be. Yeah. Um, that's where I'm headed with like the rest of it. And I think it's just looking at like seven songs also. Hmm. Um, But the name, <laughs> the name of the album is winter solstice. Winter solstice. Winter solstice, um, the winter solstice. It's obviously it's winter, cold. Um, but it's also a point where winter solstice is the darkest. Starts to get cold. Well, winter solstice is the darkest day of the year.
0: Yeah, but it also starts to get warmer from winter.
1: It starts to get warmer after that. Yeah, you're right. That's the after that day. It starts to get brighter. It doesn't get warmer, but it gets brighter. Mm -hmm. Things get after that. That's the darkest day. Exactly. And from then on, it gets brighter, Hmm. which is beautiful in a way. It is, but. The real reason it's <laughs> called winter solstice okay. is because it's my ex's birthday. Oh my god! <laughs> so the whole winter metaphor wow. works, and I love that. But it's also shade. Wow,
0: I like that. That's 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 pretty creative. That's pretty creative. I like the way it's packaged. Man.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not like it's not like super in your face. No, but it's, not. it's good enough for me to be like. <laughs>
0: it's a good story. Exactly. Like
1: she'll know. Like when it comes out, she'll be like.
0: She was like, "Wow,
1: yeah. Apple, <laughs> Which is fine, because yeah. again, I'm you know my approach to it is to be thoughtful, and I'm not just like, "Screw you, you dumb." Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not like, <laughs> like, like, which yeah. how, how would that even look, bro? Like, I look like such an asshole. Like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. and I it's not it. entirely like, yeah, I'll be like, yeah, you suck, you're a shitty person, but like, again, it's not something I need to immortalize.
0: Right. It's just know? like a background. It's a foreground thought.
1: But it's not mm-hmm. like, it doesn't have to be as About power. Her. It doesn't have to be as power. I don't have to give it the power to be a song. Yeah. You know? I hear and you I don't that. need it. I don't need to do that to process it. Okay. You know, I where these other that. songs kind of were like written as I was processing those feelings. And they're really helpful in that way. And I always say that J.J. Fiction is wiser than Jacob. How come? The lyrics I write... Are, blow your own like, mind they're like they're like the awareness of the situation and the advice i give myself in the song i don't follow always in real life i heard that it's like the the like it's like my higher self knows better mm-hmm. but then you have to live life like earlier we were talking about ego death it's like yeah. when you get ego death and you get it and you you die your ego dies but life keeps going and eventually your ego builds back up because like you're in life and you're just in the vibe and you have to actively remember the lesson, even if you're not in that vibe of like ego death.
2: Hmm.
1: Um.
0: Wow, man! Yeah, I hear you on that, though. That's that's definitely that's definitely facts. It is like your higher self speaking to you.
1: Yeah, but I'm, I'm sure you've experienced that too.
0: That's yeah, you feel that as a songwriter. It's it's, <clears> it's like it's like the music almost comes to you. It's not even like you have to really put an effort when you're yeah sometimes yeah but like you know sometimes
1: it is like it feels like a higher power like it's channeled through you yeah. you know it just flows it's out just out of nowhere yeah and
0: that's how some of the best songs are made some
1: people are like oh that is god speaking through me and i'm like yeah but maybe it's you being your own god mm-hmm. you know like you're in tune with your higher self and i think you know that's when you're bouncing between the ego and the super ego which is i Id. have a story
0: to tell you off air about that yeah, yeah.
1: For sure, for sure. <laughs> I was, for one second, I perked up, like, oh, you have a story? Oh, off oh, air, okay, for uh, sure. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, um, yeah. I hear you, man. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: I think this is a good segue into pretty much just letting people know where they can find you. Yeah, for um, sure. You know, where's your music at? Where can we follow you? Where can we stay up to date with your stuff? We know you've been I'm a fan of JJ Fiction and of you, so you know. Obviously, I know it, it, it's been a it's been a cold winter. It's been hard, you know. We've been waiting on content. It's like Kendrick dropping his album, not dropping for four years. Like where it at, bro?
1: I know. I we feel waiting bad, out bro. here. I feel bad. I know people have been like, bro, just drop it. And I'm like, it's not ready.
0: But where can we? Where can we keep up to date with like you know moves that you're making and, and stuff? It seems like you're getting back into it now. Yes, yeah, sir. And sharing, I'm coming so. back
1: in the swing, and you know, I kind of. I took the promotional and release hiatus, especially mm. with COVID, but that was my creation period. Of course, So thanks to that, I will be back on the radar. Um, as far as my music, A Tree to Climb will be released everywhere. You want to listen to my old mixtapes, soundcloud.com slash JJ Fiction. Mm. Um, and A Tree to Climb and all music after that will be released universally. So Spotify, Apple Music, title whatever you use it's uh it's gonna be jj space fiction and uh instagram it's fiction baby
0: do you have a facebook page as well
1: yeah jj fiction on facebook cool. uh twitter i <laughs> never use it me neither it's fiction baby on twitter but i never use it and i'll get on it i'll use it sometimes but like like it's i'm gonna start three times a year <laughs> but yeah don't be looking for like a popping twitter page I it's, hear you. it's not a thing instagram is the most popping it's fiction baby and it's not fiction baby i always say every single time <laughs> i tell someone my instagram they're like what's your instagram i'm like fiction, it's fiction baby. baby and they're like oh it's fiction baby <laughs> like it is fiction baby i'm like no it's it's fiction baby like <laughs> it's fiction baby some people don't understand. They don't get it. You got to. Once I break it down, once I say it, I'm like, it's fiction, baby. They're like, oh, OK. for sure. cool. <laughs> It's a sentence. I get it.
0: <laughs> righty, So we can find you on Facebook and Instagram mainly. Um, And the tree to climb is going to be re- released universally. That's all platforms. That's including what? Spotify, iTunes, pretty much everywhere. Everywhere. Cool. All righty. Well, I mean, you heard it here first, folks. My main man, JJ Fiction over here. Yes, sir. Make sure you keep an eye out for a tree to climb drop in june 21st yes sir all platforms make sure you follow him on all his social media thank you very much for joining us today thank you sir for having me i appreciate the vibes
1: hell yeah i'm going go ahead
2: and tell you that story now
1: oh hell yeah we keeping it real wavy in here
2: all righty take care